0: back to less understanding everybody it's good to be with you here we got uh the car going on uh on the way home little commute for you sorry if uh that was really loud just had to adjust a little bit there hope you can hear me loud and clear if not well i won't find out until later so i might be wasting this entire time but oh well so it's uh thursday night uh Friday for me, took a vacation day, getting close to Christmas time, had one vacation day left, and uh, well, decided to use it to make a short week before two short weeks, you know, because I'm all about making a week as short as possible so the weekend can get here. We all love the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend, except those of you who work on weekends. I've done it before. Hell, I did it my whole life up until the last couple years. Finally got the uh, the day shift gig. Uh, non-retail. I worked in retail for years. Retail fucking sucks, especially this time of year. I feel for all my retail people out there uh, having to fucking work during the holiday season with a bunch of unappreciative, like just just unappreciative, self entitled assholes that think you're dumb for not having something that they want two weeks before Christmas. And it's always it's always the retail people that get the blame, you know? It's always it's always your fault. And I don't know. It just sucks. Cuz I don't know, I've I've dealt with some some shitty people in my life, and almost every shitty person story I have comes from working in retail. <laughs> and the worst part about it is you can't say shit if you're if you're afraid to I mean, you could say shit, but then you might not be making money the next week you know what I mean because I don't know about y'all but uh I have bills to pay so even though people would get really shitty with me come on man how long does it take to make a left hand turn jeez anyway even though people would get really shitty with me it was like man I got bills to pay too so I can't really get shitty right back and just be like fuck off you know like you're a fucking asshole nobody fucking likes you then you got you the got fucking semi-driver that pulls over into the right-hand turnoff lane into the Aldi store here, just blocking the fucking traffic from being able to turn right into a store. What a fucking asshole. Fuck you, dude. Anyway, see, that's my road rage, man. You got a couple cars taking the shortcut that I do. I hate when people take the same shortcut I do. I'm like, this is my shortcut, bitch. But yeah, anyway, working retail this time of year. Sorry, I got off on a tangent. I can't, I keep doing that. I keep getting distracted while I'm driving. I'm not a good multitasker. I'm trying to be, trying to get this thing done and out to, you know, so my droves of fans can enjoy hearing my voice and my opinions on things. The fact of the matter is I thought about it the other day. I have opinions on almost everything. And some shit that I shouldn't even have opinions on because I don't know enough about. But sure as shit, I got an opinion on it. I'm one of those people. But, I think it's because I just find it, I I guess I'm I'm not trying to say, I don't have opinions on, like, figure skating, so to speak. Because I don't know enough about figure skating, and and to be quite honest, I just don't give a shit about figure skating. So, if I don't give a shit about it, then I don't have an opinion on it. I love how this little section I turn right on, uh, there's a car about, I don't know, a thousand feet away. And I turn right, it's a speed limit of 35, so I instantly get up to 40, right? And they just come flying up on my ass, like I did something wrong. How dare you turn out while I was coming down the road? Everybody's like in their little bubble in their car, aren't they? And they, think, they just all think that they're entitled to everything on the road. It's all theirs. And they'll honk at you and fucking flip you off with their windows up and their doors locked like they're fucking badass. Man, I hate people in general, but especially people in their cars. Cause they feel like, oh, I'm untouchable. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how untouchable you are, motherfucker. Not that I would ever do that. I'm not a violent person. But, Christ, like for crying out loud, these people are just assholes. But anyway, back to what I was saying about working in retail being assholes or having to deal with assholes. I had bills to pay, so I couldn't come back at people. There are a handful of times where I would, but I wouldn't do it out of line to the point where I would get fired. I'd just do it out of line enough to so the person knows. Hey, quit being an asshole, because I'm a person just like you. Just because I work at this big fucking box store doesn't make you better than me. Because you're here shopping on the weekend and I have to work the weekend doesn't mean you're a better person than me. When the fact of the matter is nine times out of ten, it doesn't mean they're a better person, maybe more successful. Let's face it, not a lot of successful people working in retail. And I don't want to put retail workers down. I'm not saying you're not successful and you're not driven. I'm just saying retail isn't a destination for anybody. Retail is like the worst of the worst. It's never featured on Dirty Jobs because you don't really get dirty doing it. But, dude, it is a dirty fucking job. All right? It, there's no way around it. The amount of assholedness you have to deal with, the amount of, of just self-righteous, entitled, I've said it all before, The amount of that shit you have to deal with. Everybody, you know North Korea or South Korea maybe, everybody has to like, everybody has to join the military for like two years straight out of high school. They should make it mandatory that everybody has to work in retail at least for one year in their adult life. Or the food service industry, for instance. Those are two industries where people are just gigantic assholes for no reason. I still tip at least 20%. My that's my starting point is 20%. Now, if I get absolutely atrocious, horrible service, I might bump it down to 15%. as my little way of saying, fuck you. But I don't know if the tip has gone up with inflation or what. But, I mean, obviously it has if you're doing it percentage-wise. But I'm talking about, it used to be the rule of thumb was 15%. I've always done 20% at least. Unless I get really good service, then I'm going 25 30%. that's just because I've worked in retail and I've worked in food service. So I know how it is to go through your day and experience at least one nice person and what that can mean to you. Because some days you just want to strangle a motherfucker, you know, and you, you, you can't do it because, you know, you lose your job. But worse than that, you might go to jail for strangling a motherfucker if you get caught, which I'm sure you will. There's surveillance cameras all over the fucking place. They're going to see you do it. Unless you're, you know, unless you're smart enough to, or unless you're like in on the inside and you, you know where the camera's blind spots are, then maybe, then maybe, maybe you can do it. Anyway, now we're plotting to kill people in retail stores. This, this podcast is also educational, ladies and gentlemen. But there were a couple things anyway that I wanted to get off my chest today. So they just had me seething all day. One of them is a quick hitter point, Okay. And it wasn't retail sucks. We just kind of got into that. God, it does suck. All right, and and the other thing. Okay, all you people, before we get into the other stuff, all you people that shop on Thanksgiving night and the day after Thanksgiving and make people get up at the ass crack of dawn to have to go to work to serve your stupid fucking asses to save 20 bucks on a flat screen TV, you can all go to hell. You're all pieces of shit. And if you're listening to this, you're like, hey, Travis, I went and I shopped on Thanksgiving Eve, and I'm not a piece of shit. Well, guess what? Yes, you are. Look in the mirror. You see that? That's a piece of shit. That's what a piece of shit looks like. Look in the fucking mirror. You're a piece of shit if that was you. Okay? Because making people work on Thanksgiving, I mean, can't they get at least fucking two days off a year, Thanksgiving and Christmas? Fuck no. Now you have to open up all the stores on Thanksgiving night. Fucking why? You have Thanksgiving dinner and your first inclination is, I want to go out and buy a flat screen TV for little Jimmy for Christmas. And today and today only, they're $20 cheaper. Jesus fucking Christ. To save $20, you're gonna make some poor son of a bitch have to go into work and you're gonna battle other stupid fucks and a stampede of stupid fucks that are going after the same stupid fucking thing. Give me a fucking break. All right, I just had to get that off my chest. I feel a lot better. Because this, this is legitimately the first time was this year. Even though I didn't work in retail last year um, or a couple years ago, we still had to work the day after Thanksgiving. I took a vacation day for the first time ever. I did not have to work the day after Thanksgiving. And it was fucking glorious. I had four days off in a row. I had a little Thanksgiving vacation. I felt like a successful human being. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm off and I can go shopping. You know what I did on Black Friday? I went to Bob Evans for breakfast. Did I? Yeah, I went. I went to have breakfast, but I went at like ten o'clock. It wasn't like I was one, like one of those assholes shopping at six a.m. sitting outside the door at four a.m. Like I gotta get a good deal on a PlayStation Four, okay? So I gotta camp out, and do all the stupid shit. I remember when that shit came out, Black Friday. People were lining up outside of Walmart at one a.m. because they opened at three or four a.m. and just the only the first few people would get access to. Whatever. Be it a Nintendo Wii or a PlayStation 4. I remember those times. They were fucking dreadful. And you're assholes for doing it. I didn't work there, but I just remember it happening because I had friends that did it and wanted me to come with them. And I'm like, fuck that, dude. This goes against everything I could ever possibly stand for. If I could stand for it. Sit down for this motherfucker. But yeah, so... If you go shopping on Thanksgiving night or the day after Thanksgiving at the ass crack of dawn, you're a fucking animal and you're fucking stupid and I hate you, okay? Hate's a strong word. I wish it was a stronger one because I feel something stronger than hate for people that do that shit. Fucking assholes. It's just where I come from, okay? So here's, here's let's, let's raise a, a soda pop to all the people who have to work in retail this holiday season because God knows it's one of the toughest fucking things you'll ever have to do um, outside of defending our country's freedoms. You know what I mean? I'm not discrediting the men and women in uniform, not one bit, not the firefighters, not the police officers. Okay. But working in retail and dealing with those assholes on a daily basis, you know, that's, that's, that's fucking stupid. I, and it sucks. So to everybody out there that works on the holidays and goes through all that shit, here's to you. And I hope that you don't grow to hate Christmas like many of my friends have just because you worked retail. Okay? That never happened to me. I still love Christmas. I still love Christmas music. You know, there are certain songs that I can't listen to cuz I heard them at least 5,000 times, you know, working during the holidays, but but I still love Christmas and I hope that you still find a love for it too because deep down all it means is for one day, maybe a couple days a year, people can genuinely try to pretend like they're being good people and I wish there were more days like that, but one or two, it's going to have to suffice. But uh, here's to you guys, work in retail, I'll drink to that. <sighs> anyway. So, a lot's been in the news about this next topic lately. And I, I, again, theme of the podcast, I'm not as understanding as some people would be, but also... I mean, I would like help trying to understand it because it seems like we try to make everything racist in this fucking country. The media tries to just racism everything. And I told you there would be a segment coming up. We're going to probably pop by and do one this weekend um, called Everything is Racist, where I, yours truly, does what the media does but does it better. I can make everyday, mundane things in our lives racist and I will do it and maybe I'll get hired at a big network and they'll be like how do you make these things racist because we need more viewers anyway so the uh, I don't know a couple weeks ago um in Phil Jackson legendary coach and a- anybody who's heard it knows where I'm going with this Phil Jackson legendary coach of the Chicago Bulls Michael Jordan Scottie Pippen six championships there goes to the Lakers Kobe Shaq Kobe Paul Gasol uh, five, I think five championships there, maybe. I, I don't know. Shitload of championships. He's the greatest coach in NBA history as far as championships go. But he's also got to coach two of the greatest players in NBA history. Maybe three, if you count Shaq. Um, or Scotty, if you, if you do that. Because he was voted one of the greatest 50 players of all time. So, um, so about four are great. Anyway, regardless, he's coached all these guys. And won all these championships. He's known as the Zen Master. He used to play basketball. He's a really quiet and reserved guy, but he's also very outspoken on things. And there was a subject matter of LeBron James. Now, LeBron and Phil have always been mutual, like respecting of each other. Well, I guess in an interview, um, someone was asking, or maybe in a book excerpt, um, because he put a new book out, Phil Jackson did, um, there was some question about how when LeBron James was playing for the Miami Heat, which was a few years ago, um they had a game in cleveland and team policy for miami is the whole team flies together you don't fly at all well after they had the game in cleveland since that's where lebron is from he wanted to stay and hang out with some of his business partners or his pals that which are one and the same but you know he's he's bringing him up and and they're helping him out and uh, i forget the guy's name uh really successful business partner lebron james but it was a guy he went to school with or a guy he knew his friends but also part of his, his like crew, his entourage, or, get ready for it, the new N-word, his posse. Yes. So Phil Jackson decides that, like, LeBron wanted to stay the night over in Cleveland to hang out with, you know, his people, his, his buds. And the team policy is, like, everybody flies or nobody does. So he held up, like, the whole plane or was going to or something, but Miami basically told him no or... Something like that. I don't know. But the, the whole story here is Phil Jackson thought it was kind of, uh, kind of selfish of him. And in, a, in an excerpt from the interview, it has Phil Jackson quoted as saying something along the lines of, you know, it was kind of selfish. It was kind of a selfish move by LeBron James uh, to hold up the team flight just because he wanted to spend an extra night in Cleveland so he could hang out with his posse. And then it turns into this big, spa- like, I read that and I'm like, okay, hang on with this posse. Okay, well, apparently, everyone else reads that and goes, oh, Phil Jackson's white and LeBron's black. This has to be racist. Oh my God, he used the word posse. That's only used to describe black people. Oh my God, what a racist comment. And the world just loses their fucking minds. And I'm sitting here like, how the fuck is this racist? Phil Jackson's an old motherfucker, okay? He used the term posse because it was a young group of guys. He like he didn't use the term posse in a derogatory meaning at all. And if you want to get back to it, like, like the people who took it as racist are really the racists here. Because I, I guarantee you there's no intent for Phil Jackson to go, yeah, he wanted to hang out with his N-words, you know what I mean? like he, If he was really racist, he would have said that shit. Posse, when an old person says posse, he's describing a group of young people, does not denote a certain color of skin of that group of said people. And if you look at the definition for posse, which uh, I think his name is like Carter or something, Carter Williams, I don't know. Um, But the guy in LeBron's crew or posse or uh, entourage or whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, none of those are racist. But apparently posse is the new N-word, guys, according to the media. And SportsCenter has not laid off of this. And LeBron got an award last night. That's what brought it up. And Jay-Z just kept saying posse. And, and like, kind of taking shots at Phil Jackson for saying posse. I have no fucking clue how this is even remotely racist. But we're going to turn it into racism because we want more people to watch. But also, we're just such a fucking pussy-ass sensitive society. Phil Jackson did not mean this in a derogatory manner. There's no fucking way. Because if he did, he would have never said it. Because he's smart enough to know not to fucking say shit like that. If you mean it like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way he could have thought, yeah, posse, that's, that's pretty bad. Uh, I probably shouldn't say that. Because if he did think that, then he wouldn't have fucking said it. But the fact is that he's like, like me. He said posse. You know? We used to call our friends posse growing up in the trailer park. All whites. All white people. We were a posse. Because that's that was just like, like the cool hip with, with it thing to call a group of people back then. Or your crew or your clique or whatever. You know, clique was more wrestling. Shawn Michaels. But how the fuck is that racist? No, you're going to decide how Phil Jackson means something. And that's basically what they did. And uh, LeBron's business manager, who was part of his posse. Sorry, I said the N-word again. Posse. Posse. Anyway. Le- Le- LeBron's manager or business manager who was part of that group was basically making a comment akin to on Twitter because you know that's how we handle our beef now is on Twitter we've got a tweet about it that's real man shit right there by the way Um, but he basically said look up the definition and told me that isn't derogatory toward African Americans I was like okay I'll look it up I already know the definition but I'll look it up because a posse was a group of armed men that a sheriff used to grab and wrangle together to help go catch bad guys out in the old west. Okay, first of all, I don't see how that's derogatory toward black people at all, because really black people would have never been part of a posse in the old west. I'm pretty sure because, well, that was like right after slavery was abolished, and I don't think that America was really that accepting of black folk back then. But I'll give them a pass. I'm just saying, you know. So if you if you're gonna use it in that context then that's like the furthest thing from racism because there was never there might have been a couple black people in posses in the old west but eh, nah, not working out uh, a whole lot with with that but you get where i'm going like how the fuck is this racist he used a term to describe a group of young friends not a group of black friends a group of young friends white people have posses too according to phil jackson i'm pretty sure because he's an old fart So he calls it whatever he thinks the kids are calling it or whatever the kids called it back when he was, you know, just becoming an adult. I don't know, but it just bothers me because we have to make it into this huge racist thing. And now Phil Jackson is this huge fucking pariah and he even came out with a statement basically saying what I just explained to you. I didn't mean it in a derogatory term. I was just describing a group of people as, as, you know, how I used to describe them back when I was, you know, a little bit older or whatever. I just don't understand why we have to make everything about race, especially things that have nothing to do with it. But this is the day and age we live in. You can say one fucking thing and then someone takes it and runs with it and decides how you were thinking when you said it. So now you're racist when really it's nothing even close to that. He could have said wants to hang out with his crew, and they would have found it uh, found a way to fucking make it racist. He could have said entourage. They would have found a way to make it fucking racist. So I don't know what the fuck. You, maybe friends. Maybe that's it. He just wants to hang out with his friends. But then it would be racist because what? A black man can't be successful. We're just his friends. That's how we got famous? Well, first of all, yes, it is. You're lucky you're friends with LeBron James. I don't give a fuck how successful you are. You wouldn't be that successful if it wasn't for fucking him. So you can get off that fucking high horse right now, asshole. But I'm just saying, it doesn't matter what you say. As a straight white man, I am fucking Satan. I'm not allowed to have opinions on race because first of all, I was born with white privilege. Yeah, that apartment, that one bedroom apartment that I fucking grew up in. Oh, no, I'm sorry, my white privilege got us into the fucking two bedroom, no, I'm sorry, three bedroom, single wide trailer. That was my white privilege showing its fucking ugly head, okay? And not to mention the fucking $200 I spent on my first fucking car that had windows that didn't roll down, the money I never had for fucking school lunches, uh, shopping at Goodwill my entire life because we were poor. That's all my white privilege. That got me everything, guys, and I apologize for that. No, I don't. I don't apologize for fucking being white because, let's face it, I didn't choose to fucking be white. You didn't choose to be black. Our parents chose that for us, and their parents chose that for them. And that's how it fucking happens. So get the fuck off of this shit where everybody has to be racist because it feeds into your stupid fucking racist narrative. And Sports Center's the worst at this. ESPN's the worst at this anymore. They are all over this shit. And it's fucking sad. I mean, I'm just waiting for the first white guy to go out and be like, because, you know, they're like, well, why aren't African American head coaches getting a fair shot? It seems like they're always getting fired after sucking. Yeah, that's what happens to coaches when they suck. They get fired. Well, they're not getting enough chances, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Black people are 25% of our population. I'm pretty sure close to that percentage are coaches in the NFL. Maybe not now. I think they just fired a couple black guys that were head coaches. But, you know, but everything has to be about how heroic they are and how accepting they are. And, oh, transgenders, they're such heroes. And... Blacks are such heroes, and I mean it's just fucking sad. The day and age we live in, where to get people to watch a program, you have to come up with shit like this. I had to get that off my chest. I just spent a lot, of, a lot more time on that than I wanted to. But fucking a people, like our, 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 our nation. To to look from the outside, or if you only watched ESPN or the media, you would just swear up and down. That we were the most racist motherfuckers on this planet, our country. The country led by a black person. We are the most racist motherfuckers. But hey, man, it sells. And that's exactly what this shit was about. I don't know if it was about selling his book or the TV show or what the fuck ever it was. But Jesus Christ, if we could just get a little bit of fucking dignity when it comes to this shit. I'm sorry. But anyway, so that was my rant for the day. <laughs> um, I don't know. Tell me your opinions on this whole thing. Maybe I've got it all wrong according to you. Um, But, I mean, these are all opinions, I guess. If they can make up that the word posse means fucking the the new N-word, then fine. But anyway, I'm pulling into the driveway now. So I will catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to my rant. I really appreciate you tuning in. Hit me up at lessunderstanding at gmail.com or on Twitter at lessunderstand. You can also find me on Facebook under Less Understanding. But until next time, guys, uh, you take it easy.